Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is Nick Edwards. Uh, and another track from the EP, the 1960 EP, uh, and it's called Honest Love, Love Story. Um, I'm very pleased to say Nick's on the other end of this line. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Kev. It's gl- I'm, I'm really pleased to say that we've got hold of you at last. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I think this was just a ploy to make me play every single track off the EP, really. I think that's what it is. So. Uh, you got me. You got me. You got me. <laughs> oh, it's lovely to have you anyway. So Now, th- that song there, the beginning bit, um, before the, the actual song kicked in, tell us a little yeah. bit about that. Well, uh, the, the introduction is... is the final uh, interview of Johnny Cash, uh, the famous uh, Johnny Cash. Um, And it's a segment where he talks about um, losing his wife um, who passed away before he did. Um, And he has a lot of time to reflect uh, on his life and what he'd done. And and a lot of it was a lot of his life. He, 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 he uh, writes about and sings about his, is all is all very much centered around uh, June Carter, who he spent. I don't know if you've seen the film Walk the I, Line, but I he have, spent. Yeah, yeah he, he is. It, what a great film! And 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 his son John uh, actually was one of the uh, one of the directors producers of, of that film, um, and and it tells the story of um, of Johnny Johnny's kind of love for June and. They went on the circuit together and he spent almost, uh, you know, nearly, I think, 10, 15, maybe even 20 years trying to kind of woo her. And eventually, after trying to uh, to get her to marry him several times, she finally said yes on, on live on stage uh, in Canada, um, Ontario, Canada. Um, and, then, and then they went on to have one child, uh, John uh, Carter uh, Cash, and... Uh, and and so that's that's his final interview, um, and and he's, he's talking about the fond memories of of, of his wife, um, and especially what he did after she died, which was go in the studio, um, and that was his therapy. Uh, so I thought that was a really important um, opener to the track, not least because it's about the love story of June and, and John John Carter. I'm a big Johnny Cash fan, and there are millions all around the world, but I mean I just love the. Uh, I love the story that it represents, and 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 so it felt. I mean, it's one of my favourites on the record, actually. But it felt that it was a right opening to the EP because a lot of the other tracks are full band numbers, and this one I just wanted to be the stripped down number with just me and my guitar, and just a simple story, which is what 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 I uh, what I love the most about music, and what um, what I hope the EP overall uh, gives people. I, I like yourself. I'm a massive Johnny Cash fan. Um, I, I've got the autobiographies, the biographies. I've got practically everything that he's done all the way through to the American sessions and everything. Uh, and uh, and I'd not heard that particular segment of, of that interview um, before. So so thanks to you, I've heard it now, and, and it just uh, it now just fits so nicely um, at, at, at the start of that song. Uh, it's taken from the EP 1960. Um, and we'll talk more about that uh, a little bit later. Let's go back a little bit because people will probably remember uh, your Britain's Got Talent audition um, and the, the surprise element of it. And uh, if, if 
just sort of paint the picture, if you like. Uh, you'd gone along to Britain's Got Talent. Uh, you had no idea that you were going to audition for Britain's Got Talent. It wasn't uh, until, uh, I think it was your mum, wasn't it? And uh, your two little ones, um, Shauna and, uh, sorry, Savannah and, and Callie, I think, um, who came on stage. I mean, at that time, when you saw them on the stage, what, what were you thinking? You know, what we think, are these, t- yeah, these no, three going to do if, something? If I, if I... If I wind the clock back, I mean, you know, a lot of the people that that are aware of the Razzmatazz and and uh, the orchestration of such a big talent show, um, are kind of like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. You went on and it was a surprise and all that. And um, I took a lot of stick at the time actually, but um, it, it, what actually happened was um, my wife was contacted a few months prior to the show by one of the uh, producers of the show. They'd come across one of my videos that I uploaded just for friends and family on my Facebook, and it was me singing Daddy's Little Girl. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the song, it's quite cute, actually. At the end of the song, the girl, my two girls, probably about three, maybe two or three at the time, kind of uh, come, come into the bedroom and with their dollies, and they start kind of going, Dad, 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 you know, do you like my dolly? And I, and I, I was right at the last few bars of finishing the song, um, and it's quite a lovely uh, little video. But anyway, they, they came across this video of me singing and uh, they were specifically looking to surprise acts on the show. Um, and uh, one, there's a few, there was a few that they, that they did. One of them, they went into a school and surprised a young uh, poet um, called Anishwa. Um, there's, a, there's a few other uh, scenarios where they either went into workplaces or, or they went into dance uh, schools, and, 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 and mine was slightly different. Um, so I think there were about five surprise acts. Uh, I think they called them the golden moments um, on last year's show. But my moment was um, my wife was contacted by the show. Do you, do you, would Nick be interested in coming on? He'd, he'd be coming on as a surprise act. We, we have to obviously uh, discuss how that would happen. And my wife had a few Zoom calls and... Um, anyway, to cut a long story short, my sister-in-law and my wife and my brother-in-law uh, got me down to London on what I thought was going to be a kind of boozy Saturday afternoon. <laughs> um, and 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 they we had tickets for Britain's Got Talent, uh, which my sister said I, I work in marketing. I've got these free tickets, so she didn't want any money for them. I thought let's go and you know let's go and see what it's all about. Next minute, you know we're, we're seven acts in. Um, and then my mum and my two daughters come up on the stage. Um, I was absolutely beside myself, really, as to what might happen next. But they'd mic'd us up, you see, because they uh, audience uh, reactions and stuff like that. Uh, anyway, to cut a long story short, I went up on stage. They told me I'd be performing, and uh, they gave me 40 minutes. And 40 minutes later, I come back, and the rest is history. And, uh, you know, what a great a great experience for me and, and, and in a way it's uh, it kind of opened that box uh, of, of for me uh, in terms of my, my my love for music which I lost for the best part of 12 years whilst my son my first son Jack was uh, was growing up and he was 11 when when that show when, when the show happened and, and I went up, up on stage and sung Daddy's Little Girls and you know, for me, it was kind of like opening up that box again, really, that I'd, I'd firmly closed, uh, focusing on being a dad. 
So before you put these videos on your Facebook um, site, had had you sung in front of a, a, a real live audience b- before that? W- was it a case of sort of yeah. w- working clubs or, or uh, you know, because we, we don't know an awful lot sort of prior to that Britain's Got Talent. So were you a, a, a jobbing artist before then? Well, this is no, no. At the time, I wasn't a kind of touring act. I wasn't in the pubs. I wasn't anywhere. Um, I, I, if if I rewind the clock back to um, when I was a, a a young boy, I joined a local church choir in my local town. I'm originally from uh, from Luton, um, and so I went in the church choir, and I spent uh, from the age of six up to the age of um, sixteen, I was in the church choir, and I just loved. I loved what it represented. Uh, you know, I loved singing. I mean, it was like a Wednesday evening, Friday evening rehearsals, and then Sunday would be the service, and you'd have you know, quite a, a wealth of, of, of ages, uh, all singing various different parts in a choir. And I, I just loved what um, what it represented, and uh, you know, the, the harmonies, and, and I just I just loved being part of it. And then I went on. Uh, from there to be in um, amateur theatre and I joined the local band. This is going into my teenage years where I explored uh, music writing and, um, and 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 how I fell into writing on my own and singing on my own is, is mainly because when you're trying to get five or six people together to, to write and, and stuff, it became very hard. So we, we, I, I went, kind of went, went from band to band to band because you know, uh, getting the reliability from people wasn't always wasn't always easy. So, I ended up kind of defaulting to buying my own acoustic guitar. And this is kind of at 16. Um, bought my own acoustic guitar and um, and I started writing for myself. Um, and then, if we fast track maybe into my early 20s, um, I'd written quite a, a few things at that point. Um, and uh, I, I began touring around the UK and trying to make a name for myself, but it never quite took off uh, at that particular point. Um, and then I had my son Jack, so I have a, a kind of a good good experience of playing uh, and touring around the UK um, and playing live shows. But from the point we had, uh, me and my wife had our first son Jack, um, I stopped playing and I stopped writing, and uh, I kind of put the dream in a box and, and, and put a lock on it. Um, and it wasn't really until, uh, you know, that fateful day on Britain's Got Talent that, um, you know, I was able to kind of unlock that box again. Now then you have, uh, you've gone from sort of playing those, those smaller things to, to actually recording in Nashville. You've just come back from Nashville um, recording some new stuff. So what, what, I mean, what's it like recording the music that you love in the home of country music? Yeah. Um, what what an amazing experience! So I I, w- I went from the uh, from the show, uh, and obviously there was an appetite for uh, for for me to release the song I performed on the show. But I mean that that was the downside really because I wasn't a touring act when I went into the show. So it's not as if I could have come out of the show and suddenly had all this music for everyone to listen to. I was a bit of an unknown entity really. I had no music out there, nothing that I'd released, and. No one really knew of me because I wasn't particularly a, a performing artist. So I have, I've had to spend the last year and, well, just over a year uh, trying to uh, write, start writing again, getting my material together and, 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 and start releasing stuff. So I kind of felt like I've had to, I haven't had the luxury of, of having 
um, uh, you know, a lot of material ready to go following the show. So anyway, uh, the, app- the appetite for the song I sang on the show, uh, which is a, a song called Daddy's Little Girls, which I released um, in September last year. It's available on all major platforms. Um, it's doing some pretty good numbers, really. It's, 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 it's been um, it's been a, a a real crazy kind of experience, the show. But then coming out and releasing it and getting all the feedback and the messages, and it's been really great. And 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 I actually recorded that in Nashville. And, and how Nashville came around is is that I, I've got a major love for for country music. I'm a big kind of country music buff. And although I'm not quintessentially kind of country music. I take influences from kind of soul music, uh, country music and uh, pop music and various other things. I like to think I'm kind of somewhat in my own lane. Um, and, 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 uh, but, but being a lover of country music, it was really essential that I, uh, you know, recorded in Nashville of all places because it's the home of country music. It's the, you know, it's what I believe is kind of the epicenter of, of music in general. I mean, uh, uh, and, and so I went over there, uh, recorded, and I've just come back from Nashville, actually, and had and had another brilliant experience, met some really great people, um, and actually went to uh, went to the house of uh, the son of John Cash and, and met, uh, uh, went to his studio, and uh, I can tell you a little bit more about it if you want. But, um, I mean, yeah, so I've, I've just come back from recording a second time in Nashville, and, and what what a place to, to, to uh, get... Uh, be inspired and and to go out there and to uh, experience you know what's on the strip the talent that's around it's, it it really is just a booming full of songwriters country music and and actually music from all genres absolutely uh, i mean I, i've been a fan of country music for absolutely years and i love the music of nashville and the way it's progressed uh, o- over the yeah. years so the ep that's out at the moment 1960 why the title 1960 well, first of all, I'm a big lover of, of music from that era. Um, but I didn't really know it until I started putting all my playlists together, you know, on Spotify and realising that a lot of the stuff I listened to were, you know, your James Browns and your uh, your Johnny Cashes and your Ray Charles. And you suddenly realise that you're actually a bigger fan of the 60s than, 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 than you knew. Um, I, I don't know why. I just, I mean, look, there is, there is the one big... Uh, reason for calling it 1960 was merely because it fell into place. The opening song is uh, the love story of, of Johnny Cash and Duke Clash, the song, the song everyone heard a moment ago, called Love Story, um, Honest Love, um, and that's the opening track of the EP. And then the third uh, or fourth track from the EP is a song called I Got Lucky, which is a song that was written for Elvis, and he recorded it in, in Nashville, actually, um, in 1965, I think. Um, at the famous Studio B, um, and he recorded it for a film um, that he was doing at the time called Kid, Kid Galahad. Um, and as, as everyone knows, you know he, he was he was quite big in the film industry. He had done some amazing films, and that was just one of them. But in the film, it's a really upbeat number. Um, they're all sitting around, and he's singing a song called "I Got Lucky." And when I heard it, I just loved the lyrics. I wasn't—I mean, I loved—I I loved the song, but I just felt that it needed to be a slowed down. And I heard it differently, um, and I always wanted to, to 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 put together my rendition of it um, and really slow it down. So, so for me, um, it felt that 1960 was just the right place to. Um, 
the, the right place to start when we were, were thinking about naming it. Um, it just felt like it was the right the right name for it. Well, I tell you what, I've, I've listened and we've played sort of practically every track off that um, EP, and it is such Thank a you. solid uh, EP. Every single one of those tracks it is just absolutely solid. From home into you, the first one, uh, drinking song, and of course, honest love, which we've played. Uh, we, we're going to play. I got lucky very, very shortly. Uh, but when can we expect an album from you? Um, so, uh, I mean, look, I'm 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 trying to take every day. Um, at, at a time uh, because you know i'm i'm an i'm an unsigned uh, kind of act um, i'm an independent artist and uh, i have to fund m- much of what i do although i do um, have a lot of good luck on my side and and thanks to my involvement in the show it's really helped open some doors and said my involvement um in going to nashville uh, recently so we, we got back on Friday, Thursday, Thursday night, Friday morning, and we had just such a fantastic experience out there, meeting more people, um, and I'm really just, I'm really just exploring. But in terms of an album, I think that at the moment we, so we've just recorded uh, another few tracks out in Nashville, which are kind of in their, in their early production stages. Uh, it feels to me that every time we go in, in, in the studio and record more stuff, they're getting better, they're getting stronger. Um, and, and and that's just because we're we're playing and writing a lot. Um, I've now got a full band as well, and that helps to kind of explore um, when when I'm writing, um, and especially when we're recording. So in terms of an album, I'm not sure, but you can certain you can certainly be sure that before the end of this year, I'm going to have another at least another two strong uh, kind of singles um, that I'm working on now. Marvellous stuff. Can't wait to hear those. So where can uh, people get more information about you, the releases, and, and everything to do with you? How can they uh, find out about you? Like everything these days, the best thing to do is to add me over on my Instagram or Facebook or visit my website. I mean, if you if you go in onto Google and type Nick Edwards, you'll find uh, almost all of my... Uh, you know everything about me including my social media profiles and the social media profiles are probably the easiest way to contact me to to keep up with what i'm doing and to you know keep a pulse on on uh, future future records marvelous stuff well we'll keep uh, we'll keep a tab on you for when these these new songs uh, come out so that we can play them as well uh nick i'm really pleased that we managed to to get hold of you eventually and to find out a little bit more about you and to play some more uh from the ep um so when we get some new, more new music, I tell you what, we'll, we'll, would you come back on and talk about more about it? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got the, these songs that we put together that we, we, we're that will definitely be out. I think we're going to do two singles, yeah. uh, maybe one in September, one just before Christmas. There's some really great stories around uh, these these tracks. Um, and, and and I've spent I've spent some time yesterday writing and recording some demos for some new stuff. So I'm really really I've got the juices flowing and and uh, I've got so many songs now that I'm ready to record. But yeah, I'd love to come back and and and, and share share some more stories. Ah, oh, lovely. There's so much more to come from Nick Edwards, and I can't wait to hear it as well. So Nick, thank you so much for taking your time out. Uh, we'll we'll play that Elvis song, the I Got Lucky, because uh, when I first heard it, I thought this doesn't sound anything like Elvis's song. And as you've uh, explained, no. it is such a lovely slowed down uh stripped back version and you can hear the words which, which is great as well so we'll play that uh, now um for, for everyone so nick have a wonderful rest of the weekend and uh, and we'll talk sometime in the future 
It's been a pleasure, mate. No problem. Oh, lovely. Cheers, Nick. Bye. Did you know that Nottingham Hospital Radio is a registered charity? As a result, we rely on people like you to donate to it. All our members are committed volunteers who run the service for the benefit and entertainment of the patients in the Queen's Medical Centre and City Hospitals. Research has shown that listening to hospital radio can positively benefit a patient's recovery, and we think it's a very worthwhile thing to do. Donating to NHR is easy and rewarding, so please log on to nhradio.org.uk and go to the donate page. That's nhradio.org.uk slash donate. You'll be glad you did, and thank you. (laughs) 